0: Good evening to you all and welcome to the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. First of all, may I say a big thank you to Stuart who helped me out so much last week by recording and presenting the meeting that I had largely prepared. I needed to spend time with my family after a sudden bereavement and the extra space that I had for travelling and mourning was greatly appreciated. But it's nice to be back with you today for this, the third Sunday in Advent, and the 31st meeting that I've been involved in preparing for Fortress Radio this year. What a blessing Fortress Radio has been to us all in this most strange of all years. I'd also like to say an enormous thank you to all the officers and soldiers around the territory who've expanded the Salvation Army's ministry in such an amazing way this year. If the devil ever thought that he would use COVID-19 to help kill the church, he couldn't have been proved more wrong. Far more people than ever before have been reached by the message of God's love and saving power through this incredible expansion of online ministry. Hallelujah! We're going to start this evening's meeting with what has probably become my favourite New Advent song over the last few decades. It's Chick Yule's wonderful counsellor, The Light Has Come. That's number 133 in the songbook. And we're going to join in singing tonight with the American vocal group Onward and the Norwich Citadel Band as we sing this great song together. Daily Readings this week, I was struck once again by the difference between what the Jewish people were expecting of their promised Messiah and how very different Jesus was from their expectations when he came into the world so humbly and filled with love and peace and not as the warrior that they'd envisaged. A film about Jesus that I watched recently also showed this same confusion amongst some of the disciples themselves, especially Judas, as portrayed there, who wanted Jesus to form an army to overthrow the Romans. His disappointment and disillusionment there eventually leading to his betrayal. There's a beautiful Advent song that came into the army repertoire nearly 25 years ago now that I think hasn't really caught on as well as it should have. And as a result, it's not used very often. I don't remember either hearing or singing this lovely setting by David Catherwood until just a few years ago, in fact. It's a setting of the poem by the rather mystical Scottish poet George MacDonald. And the words are a little difficult to unpack. Perhaps that's the reason why we don't know it a little better. But the first verse echoes what I read in my devotions. They were all looking for a king to slay their foes and lift them high. Thou camest a little baby thing that made a woman cry. O come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. I'm sure that by now we're all looking forward to Christmas. Or at least whatever we can make of Christmas in 2020 with all its bubbles and restrictions. And it's been great to see many examples of the army being back out on the streets in the last couple of weeks, bringing the Christmas message to shoppers and passers-by in our high streets. If all went to plan, our little band here in Lincoln should have played for an hour yesterday. And again this afternoon, first in the city, and then to some of our core folk who can't get out at all at the moment. But one thing I've particularly missed this year is the sound of children's voices singing Christmas music. When I was a teacher, and that was for almost all of my working life, I used to try to write a new carol for my choir to sing each year. And often, that carol was also used by the Portsmouth Citadel Singing Company, which is where I was worshipping at the time. One year, I was asked to write a song specifically titled A Gift for Christmas, for our big core carol service at Portsmouth Guildhall. And I was blessed to have a beautiful set of lyrics given to me by my friend Paul Knight, now Major Paul Knight, with the lovely chorus God sent his child, his only son, a gift of love and hope and joy. A mighty king, a gentle saviour, a little boy. And the singing company recorded that song for their next album. The soloist on the recording is now Jackie Larson, who's worked for the Salvation Army in the United States of America for many years now. This is a gift for Christmas. (laughs) Thank you.
1: to make a difference now.
0: The Bible reading this evening is another of those wonderful Old Testament prophecies that tell the story of Christmas, even though they were written many centuries before it even happened. This one, so familiar to us, is taken from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. will accomplish this. You may remember that a couple of weeks ago I spoke briefly about the old Keep Singing book that we used to use in the late 1970s and early 1980s. Until we got the new songbook, now the old songbook, later in the decade. Now you know I don't believe in coincidences, only God-incidences. But a few days later, I came across my piano copy of that book in my collection. I just had to sit down and have a good look through it and reflect on a few songs that came into our Salvation Army worship, such as My Song Is Love Unknown, that despite being used quite regularly, never made it into that old new songbook. Many of the songs in that book did though, of course, and they're still used today. But I was particularly struck by one that was in Keep Singing, bypassed the 1987 songbook, and then came back again in the new songbook in 2015, where it appears as song number 145. I had grown to love that song in the Keep Singing years. It is a thing most wonderful. A song written by William Walsham Howe, and I remembered being disappointed that it never made it into that earlier volume. I particularly loved to sing and play this when it was sung to the tune that first became known to Salvationists through Morley Calvert's excellent Canadian Folk Song Suite. And we're going to join in or hear a recording of that setting by the International Staff Songsters tonight, and featuring the beautiful voice of Jackie Proctor. It is a thing most wonderful. I've always been one of those people who can't help but associate certain pieces of music with either special occasions or times of year. Easter, for me, for example, wouldn't be Easter if I didn't listen to a wonderful piece of music by Rick Wakeman about the story of Jesus and Judas Iscariot, and Advent could never quite be complete for me without hearing Eric Ball's masterpiece of a tone poem, The Kingdom Triumphant. Last week, in my absence, we heard Major Anthony Colclough speak to us about being ready for when Jesus comes again, and I can never disassociate the season of Advent with my expectation of Christ's ultimate return, the Second Coming, as it's often termed, or the Second Advent. This wonderful piece of music links both those Advents together, Christ's birth and his promised return. It features the tunes The Blast of the Trumpet, O Come Emmanuel, and the tune Helmsley, with the words Lo he comes with clouds descending. I do hope and pray that we are all ready for the Kingdom Triumphant. Think that the simple phrase, O oh, come Emmanuel, sums up the whole of Advent for me. I know there's more to it than that, and I know that the children just love lighting the candles as a countdown to Christmas, but there truly has been something very different about this Advent season. I hadn't played or sung a single carol until yesterday, the 12th of December. By now, To be completely honest, I'd be getting to the stage where, if I was asked for the first Noel one more time, I'd be more likely to punch them on the nose than share a glass of punch with them. (laughs) I'm only joking, of course. But caroling for a Salvation Army band usually starts towards the end of November and continues, quite relentlessly in some places, right up to Christmas morning itself. I can remember that I started caroling at around the age of nine with Camborne Band. Torkey was next, and I kid you not, the band were round the street lamps every night of the week from Monday to Friday and in town on Saturdays. By the time I got to Portsmouth, at the age of twenty-one, at least we were splitting the large band there into three groups. A and B bands did Mondays, B and C Wednesdays and A and C Fridays. With a similar split sharing the loads between the city centre and Cosham High Street on Saturdays. Oh, then there was an extra session on Sunday afternoons with the YP band too. Phew. I know we were taking the real message of Christmas to the townspeople and I also recognise the amount that such great efforts were appreciated. But I can't help looking back at times now and thinking it was all probably a bit too much of a good thing. I love carols, believe me, and I love most Christmas music. I have an SD card in my car for playing music that has over 4,000 Christmas songs on it. Really, it has everything from Alma Cogan to the Amsterdam Staff Band, the Beach Boys to Buble, cats singing jingle bells to Christopher Lee growling a heavy metal version of Silent Night. It's all there wherever I happen to drive in December. But there are times when we grow a little bit tired of Christmas music. Even those beautiful carols. And a few Christmases ago I wrote this little poem, and I'm sure that many of you will be able to associate yourselves with the feelings it expresses. It's called The Caroler's Christmas Prayer. We've caroled outside the Argos shop, played jingle bells till fit to drop. We've fingers frozen, lips are numb, and if the faithful still won't come, at least we've done our best once more to draw folk to the stable door. From lamppost dim to Tesco foyer, butcher, baker, teacher, lawyer, all have harped. the angels sing and ding-dong merry church bells ring. We've we three kinged and starry knighted to let them know they're all invited. Shepherds watch their flocks to see in the blimmin' bleak midwinter yet again cos someone asked it's not five minutes since we played it last. Here comes a child, I ascertain, it's time for Rudolph once again. And so we play a thousand verses while the public empty purses and at times we get so tired we forget why we ought to be inspired, finding ourselves in a consensus to wish we could be frank and senseless. The weather outside is rather frightful, and we've had our silent nightfall. We feel more Scrooge and humbug than peace on earth, goodwill to man. So give us strength, Lord, to remember why we're busy when it comes to December. There's a world out there that's waiting for us to remind them what they're celebrating. Yes, we're in the Lord's employ. So one more time through Christmas, joy should not be chore. Instead, should please us as we help the lost to welcome Jesus. But this year I have missed it a bit. I've missed seeing the little children stop with their parents while the band plays away in a manger, and watching their lips start to mouth the words. I've missed the slightly tipsy girls dressed as elves, singing along with It Was On A Starry Night as they swagger from Marks and Spencers to Matalan. I've missed seeing the old people's faces in the care homes, how their faces light up when the ladies play timbrels to Christmas joy. For we all know that Christmas 2020 is like no other than we've ever known before. This whole year has been like something out of a science fiction novel. A Hollywood movie such as I Am Legend come to life in our very midst in our own reality. And yet, the world still turns. There are elections and changes of administrations. These continue regardless. Endless negotiations between nations about the rights of this and the wrongs of that. War continues wherever war rages. Droughts and famine, bushfires and floods, all continue in places around the globe. And on our more local levels, people are still going to work. They still get paid and they spend their money. Young lovers will still fall in love, either in person or these days across the internet. People still get ill and some even die with the added pain caused by not being able to see them, hug them, hold their hand, let alone say a proper goodbye. And another Christmas gets closer by the day as our children push open another window on their calendars and pop a chocolate into their mouth. Another Christmas? Well, as I've said, This Christmas isn't just one more Christmas. The conditions of our lives on Earth have made it so. This is a Christmas like no other. And it needs to be. That song that we heard the singing company sing earlier in the meeting had these words in the third verse. I want to give a gift this Christmas, give the best. Make Christmas really special, one more Christmas really new. I'll give God's gift to me this Christmas, for only that will do. His gift of love to me, I give to you. God sent his child, his only son, a gift to us of love and hope and joy. A mighty king, a gentle saviour, a little boy. Thank you, Major Paul Knight, for those words, and for their relevance to us this year of all years. For there, in more modern language, of course, is Isaiah's prophecy again, isn't it? It was never a prophecy about a warrior coming to overturn usurping invaders, but about a prince of peace, nevertheless still a mighty king, but one who would take his kingdom through quietly entering men's hearts, filling those hearts with his own love, with the ability to love others, and with the desire to love one's fellow man. And in doing so, To change the world, one man or woman at a time. This world today needs that gift like it's never needed it before. What's missing from all these bitter, graceless administration changes? What's missing from international negotiations with Brexit and so on? What's missing from the office where you work? What's missing from the schoolroom where children learn right from wrong? What's missing from parliaments and politics? What's missing from the tinsel-clad, present-filled shops? And even missing from Santa's grotto? That gift is exactly what's missing. the gift to us of love and hope and joy, the mighty King, the gentle Saviour, the little boy, Jesus. So when we hear or sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel, this year of all years, let that prayer be the most sincere and profound prayer you've ever prayed. Dear Major Joy Webb is now an old lady, of course, but it's almost as if she wrote the words of one of her most precious songs, especially for us all, here today in Advent 2020. Faced with such confusion, hope has slipped away. Men have stopped believing, forgotten how to pray. And if we needed you, we need you now. Come into our world now, Lord Jesus. I genuinely feel as though it's been lovely to be with you all this evening. I know I record this during the week and then you listen on a Sunday or a Monday as you take the dog for a walk or at any other time during the week but I have to say I have felt a bond with you all this evening, a togetherness in the knowledge that we stand together in that crumbling world with the love of Jesus linking our hearts to each other and to him. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying for me, my ministry, and the ministry of all who found and explored this wonderful new avenue of Christian evangelism in the COVID-altered world of 2020. May God bless you all in all that you do for him. When you share a link or a Bible verse on your Facebook page. When you talk to a neighbour about what Christmas really means to you. Or when you help spread the real meaning of Christmas to the people you meet day to day. Come into our world now, Lord Jesus. I feel that I want to end our meeting tonight with song number 139. It is a song I've used in a meeting with you before, but this is the 31st meeting now, and with four or five songs each week, we are going to have a few repeats. There's less here than on Christmas TV, I promise you. This great song from Generals John and John comes from Jesus Folk, and it'll send us on our way into the week ahead with a spring in our step and a joy in our hearts, I'm sure. We wonder why Christ came into the world, a helpless, homeless child. We wonder why he tolerated men that tainted and defiled. Why? Because he came to give us life in all its fullness. Claim that life for yourselves tonight, friends, if you haven't already. I'd like to thank all sections that have taken part in the meeting tonight including the International Staff Band and Staff Songsters, Chelmsford Songsters, Onward and Norwich Citadel Band, and the Canadian cast of Jesus Folk. After our benediction, we're going to hear the Enfield Citadel Band play Bruce Broughton's gorgeous setting of a 16th-century chorale that was later harmonised by Bach, The Newborn Babe. Good night, and God bless you all. Thank you.
2: Man once again to smile. He came to find the broken hearted and God and man to reconcile. He came to give us life in all his content.
0: Now we pray that thy grace, peace and heaven's richest and choicest blessings will be with us and stay with us all until we can meet like this again. Amen.